everyone. Welcome back to the Conscious Contact Podcast. My name is Janae and I am your host. And today I wanted to talk about something that I got thinking about after my friend mentioned something in this women's group that I was in earlier today. Uh, She was saying that she wanted to strive for a life of ease, not an easy life. And I think there's so many different rabbit holes I can go into on this particular topic. Um, It also kind of bleeds into like choose your hard, hard now, easy later, easy now, hard later, all of that. But that original idea, I think that society as a whole right now is kind of trying to find peace and serenity in the world. I I see this a lot with people who are not spiritual or who are not religious and a lot of really young people. They are constantly fighting burnout, constantly fighting um, some social issue, constantly fighting um, just, you know, having physical and mental health issues and needing to do a ton of self-care and feeling like they're in this hustle culture and they're working too much um, and not being fulfilled in life and they just want it to be easier. Um, That's kind of like the common narrative. I've seen a couple of different reels on Instagram kind of speaking to that point of wanting, shouldn't life be a little bit easier? And they're having a difficult time. And I think, and this is my own personal perspective, coming from being that person at one point in time, that it's, I I had an issue with focusing on wanting life to be easy and not how do I create ease and comfort in my life? So that doesn't mean things are going to be easy. (laughs) It probably does mean the opposite. It probably does mean that it's going to get a little bit more difficult for a while. And for me personally, it was really hard (laughs) to deal with the emotional problems that I had, the psychological problems that I had, um, dealing with going to therapy and having all of that come up and have to stop running from that and actually do something about it. That was much harder at the beginning than what I was doing, which is making work my entire life, focusing solely on that, having issues in relationships because of it, um, and then just kind of hardcore relaxing or binging with alcohol on the weekends to get over what hard week I just had. And Those are, you know, it's not as simple as like go to therapy and your life will be easier. I do think that it would be, um, but I think that the effort put in at the beginning gets a much better outcome for me afterwards. But, you know, I am a creature that seeks out the easy answer. And I think that, you know, even my generation and definitely the ones younger than me, have kind of been shown this idealized or fantasized life that only a few people can lead, um, whether it's, you know, YouTubers or social media influencers or celebrities or whatever. Um, And we feel like that is what we want, Um, you know, and it seems like that would be an easy job to, to be one of those things. It seems like that would answer all of our problems if we just made that much money as that particular person does. But that's not really available to everyone. Like you have to be not only extremely self-driven and hardworking, 
there is an element of luck to that. You do have to, to, to get picked up by an algorithm that you have no control over, which is extremely difficult. You know, like that life is probably unattainable for most people, not for all. And I mean, my fiance is kind of proof of that, but it took so much effort at the beginning. And I, I think that's something that people don't see. I think we've been sold this idea that it's it's just easy and you just turn on a camera and and that's what happens is you immediately become popular and then that's how you make your living. And that is so not true. Um, it took years for, for Luke to get to a place where that was his j- bringing in enough money to just be a job and nevertheless, the only job that he was doing. So it's it is this, you know, romanticized version that we see a lot. And I think that we get pulled into that trap, even with regular jobs. Say you see someone who's excelling in the same field that you're working in and you see the life that they're living and what they're doing and maybe listening to how they got ahead and them explaining their drive and how they, you know, prioritize different things. And it can make you think, oh, if I just do X, Y, or Z, then that's going to get me to where they are. And we completely discount this thought of time. You know, it, it takes years for people to do those type of things. It's taken you years to get to who you currently are right now, whatever choices you've made. It's taken me years to get to where I am at now. And you can do everything right and still not succeed right now. And I I think there's an element of like, you know, failure makes you stronger and that whole thing in it. But discounting that idea, it takes years of of learning, of potentially changing direction or tweaking what you're doing or learning more or just legitimately time in general to build up a repertoire of work, say if you're an artist Um, It takes time to learn how to utilize social media and then actually want to do it, which is my issue. Um, Like I have the knowledge of, of how to work social media, but it is so hard for me to put that into action with the, the things that I'm passionate about for this podcast, for instance, I do a mediocre job of getting this out there into the world. And that's something that I'm going to try to be working on in 2024. Um, for my planner, which again, is always linked down below. It could help so many more people if I had the motivation to get on social media and utilize it the way that I know that it can be. And that's a block that I have to work on. And that has taken me a lot of time, <laughs> you know, like it's, it takes me a really long time to work through things that I really would rather not look at, or it just seems easier to not do it. And especially if it involves a learning curve, um, I hate being bad at things. So I will start lots of new hobbies or projects. And as soon as I hit a wall where I don't know enough to continue, I just completely give it up. The electric piano that is sitting in our dining room is a prime example of that. Um, I had every intention of, of learning how to play and having it be something that was joyful to me. And at the beginning, it was because I could pick up what the little app that I had downloaded to help me learn was giving me. And then it got to a point where I really had to practice if I wanted to get any better. And if not, I was going to stay at the same level. And I just didn't want to do it because I wanted it to be easy. Um, I, I didn't realize that what I'm really striving for 
is to have ease in doing it, which takes effort. And effort is not easy. And I, I, those words are so similar. But I, I, I fall into that pit hole myself of just thinking, oh, well, if it's not easy, it's not for me. Or if it's not easy, then I'm going to find out what is easy because I feel like I'm owed easy for some reason. You know, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where I get that. It might just be me. Um, but I just assume that things are, are going to come easily to me. And I, I, that might have something to do with like who I was in my schooling. You know, that came very easy to me. Um, it was easy for me to make good grades and excel even towards the end in high school when I was not participating and was already drinking alcoholically and skipping more days of school than I actually went to. I, it was still very easy for me to still pass and, you know, make C's and get through high school with literally going to school less than I was skipping school. And I, I somehow was able to like manage that. And I, I think that I'm assuming everything's going to come to me as naturally as that did. And that's so not true. Nothing in my life has come naturally or easy to me. I am not particularly gifted or skilled in anything. I've had to put in the effort to learn. And it, it's something that I constantly have to remind myself, like, I am, I don't know everything. And if I want to be good at something, if I want to have ease in doing something, it's going to take effort that is going to be hard. I'm going to fail and I'm going to have to learn and stretch my brain and practice and set aside time. You know, all those things that I don't really want to do. Um, I would just love to be able to make a beautiful painting, you know, but people go to school for years to understand things like anatomy and lighting and shading to be able to make a beautiful piece of art. And I know for me, I just am not going to put that effort in. There are some things that I have put effort into, say, like learning how to light and film and kind of edit, but not really a podcast. I had to learn recording software and camera systems and what ISO means and <laughs> how to to make jump cuts and make short form versions of something I'm saying. And there's a lot of technology that helps with that that I've downloaded, but I still have to learn how to use that technology. And the thing that I've really realized is if something lines up with my core belief system um, or, or a tenant of that, it is much easier for me to put that effort in. Um, I think that's true with everyone. I think that if what you're trying to do actually aligns with who you are at your core, the morals and values you try to put into play and your actions, your, your thoughts, and so on and so forth, I think it is a lot easier to put that effort in. And then when something may seem flippant or it's a hobby or doesn't line up with those, for me, it's a whole lot harder to, to try to dive into that. And I don't want that to be the case. I, I do want to have fortitude as a human being because with fortitude makes a life of ease. Um, and I kind of want to dive into the other part of that because, you know, sometimes you're just going to fail and fail and fail and fail in your pursuit of uh, a job or a hobby or a skill or success or what have you. And you can still have ease in that. Uh, the spiritual aspect of that is so important. I want to be able to fail with grace I want to be able to go through growing pains and admit that I don't know something with ease. 
Um, I, I cannot do that unless I am emotionally sound. Uh, and for me, what that means is I constantly have to be working a program of recovery because I am an alcoholic with long-term sobriety. I have to be on that. I have to have not only my connection to my fellowship, I, I also have to be in my literature and, and spend time with my higher power because that is what keeps me centered. But even more broadly than that, for people that are listening that might not be in recovery, I have to really have all the other areas of my life um, at least mapped out emotionally so I can see where I can grow. If I am not growing spiritually or emotionally somewhere, I'm, and this is from practice, I cannot grow in any other arena. If I am not actively, it, and it's more than just knowing I need to grow in a certain area, because I know I need to grow in, in lots of areas. But if I'm not actively working on the effort that's required for me to, to have that emotional freedom from whatever I'm going through, I cannot grow in any other area. I really can't because I'm not going to have fortitude, like I've said. I'm, I'm not going to be in a space where I am willing to keep going and have that commitment once my motivation leaves because I've got something that I'm running from. And that takes a lot of energy, like me running from my emotions or me not dealing with something that needs to be dealt with or me realizing a character defect that I'm constantly acting out on that I am willfully ignoring and is being pointed out to me by others. If I am not trying to work on that, I really don't have energy for anything else because I'm consistently just sitting there trying to cover up that other problem. Uh, it's it's only when I start to unearth <laughs> my issues and not in a um, like self-depreciating or woe is me or I'm never going to be good enough type of way until I'm honest with myself to say, here is where you are deficient <laughs> and here's the practical ways in which you can work on it because I'm, I'm really lucky. I, I have a set of tools that I can work on it. I'm an adult and I have the bandwidth to work on it if I choose to. Apologize, I had to cut for a sneeze there. It's only when I really choose to hunker down and focus on those really deep issues that I realize I start to have the ability and the want to seek out other things uh, that were, are going to make me grow, whether it's trying a new recipe or learning how to use my sewing machine again, because I swear I've tried to learn how to use this thing and learned how to use use it and used it multiple times, but then years will go by before I sew something else. And that's not okay. You know, that's not the type of person that I want to be. And while I can give myself grace in that area, and I know that that's not the end of the world, and I'm not a terrible human being because I can't stay consistent with it, I can also look at myself with the glance of knowing that fortitude is one of those characters characteristics of myself that I want to build and say you know what you can be better and there is this balance and I I see some a lot of people like go one way or the other it's either all self-care um don't do anything if it's too hard quit your job if you're too stressed out Cut that person off if they're rubbing you the wrong way. Don't talk to your family if they make you feel a certain way. I normally see like people talk about being in that camp or quit being a little bitch. 
<laughs> nothing is too hard for you to do. Uh, you just need to fight through the pain and get over it. Um, oh, what is that guy's name? Something Goggins. He's got a lot of good things to say. However, it it is of that like very um, you will not break me mentality. And, you know, you need to get over your weaknesses right now and realize that they are weaknesses. And again, I find value on the inside portions of both of those extremes. And I try to apply that to myself. I try to give myself grace when I fail. I try to know when something really isn't for me. And I try to know when maybe I'm just not willing to learn more so that it will be for me. And that is a, that's a balancing act. And again, if I'm not in touch with myself emotionally, or if I'm not dealing with, you know, the larger issues that I've got going on, I'm not going to be able to tell the difference. I'm not going to be able to know whether I just need to push through and this is a fortitude issue, or if this is something that is really not for me and I need to let it go and how to do that. So I, I hope that all of this is, is making sense. This is like, the thought process I was having as she was sharing this very simple idea. And, you know, we're getting closer to to moving into our forever home on a lot of land. And I've got these big ideas for a homestead. And, you know, part of me is extremely excited about that. The bigger part of me is extremely excited about that. And what a new adventure and how exciting. And I mean, the house itself is beautiful, obviously, but everything that comes along with that is just so intriguing to me because I know nothing. And I have no problem saying that. Like, I know nothing about gardening. I've been barely able to keep leafy greens and herbs alive. Um, I <laughs> I feel really lucky I'm going to have a huge resource and my mother-in-law to draw from for that. And, you know, my grandmother is it can keep pretty much anything alive. Uh, my aunt has a beautiful flower garden. Um, I mean, there's so many people that I can go to and say, teach me, please give me what you have. Please tell me all the ways in which you failed so that I can learn from it. And what a gift that is to be able to give to someone else, you know, and I, I think that there's something to that. I think teaching someone a skill is part, here's how to succeed. And a lot of here is how you can mess up <laughs> and here's how to not do that. Um, so it's, you know, I have so much to learn, which is so exciting and also extremely terrifying because I do have lofty goals. You know, I do have big romantic ideas about things and I know I'm going to fail. I know I'm going to fall short and I know I'm going to have to push through and I'm going to have to get over it in a lot of scenarios too. And the struggles that come with that and a different kind of, of failure as you know, compared to what I'm dealing with right now in my current season of life. So it's, you know, it's thinking about those things and asking myself, what are my priorities? And I always go back to that with a lot of these conversations is, you know, really what, and I, I try to do it quarterly, like really write down what are the most important things to me in my life, people, places, things, whatever. Okay, even further than that, once I make that list, go even further than that. Um, what are the characteristics of the humans that I love the most? What are the characteristics that they have that endear me so much to them? Okay, even further than that. Who am I right now and who do I want to be? Not what I do, but who I am. The characteristics that I have that I would hope other people can feel. You know, how can I make people feel the way this person makes me feel in this scenario? What can I cultivate in myself to be that human for someone else? Okay, how do I do that? 
And then all these other goals, all these other, you know, potential um, like podcast success and planner sales, sales and homesteading, like all of that to me cannot come until I focus on cultivating my character. Um, I know that kind of sounds weird or backwards. And, you know, sometimes I think, you know, why don't you just do, why don't, why do you wait to, you know, to, to, to start something? And I really am just a doer. I know some people kind of get paralyzed by that and they want things to be perfect before they start. I don't care. I'm going to be messy. I might quit halfway through. I might lose interest after a month, you know, whatever. But I just like to do it. I like to jump in head first, all the gear and no idea, that type of human. And I, I realize that maybe I do need to pause and maybe I do need to start really laying out on paper why I am attempting a particular thing and being really, really clear on that for myself, being really intentional about the effort that I'm expending. Where is it going and where does it start like internally? Um, but yeah, as, as we get into this uh, you know, intense season, the next episode I'm going to post is going to be, I think... Christmas Eve Eve. Um, so this coming Sunday, because this is going up the day I'm recording it, which is Monday the something. Don't don't ask me. I have no idea. Um, oh, I, I think it's on my recording computer, December 18th. So it I want the next episode to be kind of lighthearted because I know I've kind of hit you with some <laughs> heavy stuff recently, but I mean that's the season of life I'm in. You know, I can't give you what I'm not not going through, but I love the holiday season. Happy Hanukkah to all those that have celebrated. It's over by the time that you're watching this, but it, it just this time of year gives me so much energy for gratitude, and then it makes me think about working on myself. So that's kind of why, you know, that's where I'm at right now. So for the next episode, I want to kind of talk about, it's going to be way too late for gifts, obviously, but I want to talk about thoughtfulness um, and not just like, I'm glad you were thinking of me type of thing, but like true, um, true thoughtfulness and what that means in regards to gift giving, what that means in regards to setting your New Year's intentions. We're going to get into all of that because, oh, I've had a light go out. Is that a sign <laughs> that I should shut up? So now you're getting a slightly more spooky version of me for the end of this. I hope that you're prepared for that. But it is really just about clearing the slate, getting in touch with your your true intentions behind things, and then acting on those. So I'm looking forward to seeing you in the next one. Bye.